Chapter 27 Prayers by Indra, the King of Heaven When Krishna saved the inhabitants of Vrindavan from the wrath of Indra by lifting Govardhan Hill, a Sarabi cow from Goloka Vrindavan, as well as King Indra from the heavenly planet, appeared before him. Indra, the king of heaven, was conscious of his offense before Krishna. Therefore, he stealthily appeared before him from a secluded place. He immediately fell down at the lotus feet of Krishna, although his own crown was dazzling like sunshine. Indra knew about the exalted position of Krishna, because Krishna is the master of Indra. But he could not believe that Krishna could come down and live in Vrindavan among the cowherd men. When Krishna defied the authority of Indra, Indra became angry because he thought that he was all in all within this universe, and that no one was as powerful as he. But after this incident, his false puffed-up prestige was destroyed. Being conscious of his subordinate position, he appeared before Krishna with folded hands and began to offer the following prayers. My dear Lord, Indra said, being puffed up by my false prestige, I thought you had offended me by not allowing the cowherd men to perform the Indra Yagya, and I thought that you wanted to enjoy the offerings that were arranged for the sacrifice. I thought that in the name of a Govardhan sacrifice, you were taking my share of profit, and therefore I mistook your position. Now, by your grace, I can understand that you are the Supreme Lord, personality of Godhead, and that you are transcendental to all material qualities. Your transcendental position is Vishuddha Sattvam, which is above the platform of the material mode of goodness, and your transcendental abode is beyond the disturbance of the material qualities. Your name, fame, form, qualities, and pastimes are all beyond this material nature, and they are never disturbed by the three material modes. Your abode is accessible only for one who undergoes severe austerities and penances, and who is completely freed from the onslaught of material qualities like passion and ignorance. If someone thinks that when you come to this material world, you accept the modes of material nature, he is mistaken. The webs of the material qualities are never able to touch you, and you certainly do not accept them when you are present within this world. Your lordship is never conditioned by the laws of material nature. My dear Lord, you are the original father of this cosmic manifestation. You are the supreme spiritual master of this cosmic world and you are the original proprietor of everything. As eternal time, you are competent to chastise offenders. Within this material world, there are many fools like myself who consider themselves to be the Supreme Lord, or the all-in-all all within the universe. You are so merciful that without punishing their offenses, you devise means so that their false prestige is subdued, and they can know that you, and no one else, are the Supreme Personality of Godhead. My dear Lord, you are the Supreme Father, the Supreme Spiritual Master, and Supreme King. Therefore, you have the right to chastise all living entities whenever there is any discrepancy in their behavior. The Father, the Spiritual Master, and the Supreme Executive Officer of the State are always well-wishers of their sons, their students, and their citizens, respectively. As such, 
the well-wishers have the right to chastise their dependents. By your own desire, you appear auspiciously on the earth in your eternal variety of forms. You come to glorify the earthly planet and specifically to chastise persons who are falsely claiming to be God. In the material world, there is regular competition between different types of living entities to become supreme leaders of society. And after being frustrated in achieving the supreme positions of leadership, foolish persons claim to be God, the supreme personality. There are many such foolish personalities in the world, like me. But in due course of time, when they come to their senses, they surrender unto you and again engage themselves properly by rendering service unto you. And that is the purpose of your chastising persons envious of you. My dear Lord, I committed a great offense unto your lotus feet, being falsely proud of my material opulences, not knowing your unlimited power. Therefore, my Lord, kindly excuse me, because I am fool number one. Kindly give me your blessings, so that I may not act so foolishly again. If you think, my Lord, that the offense is very great and cannot be excused, then I appeal to you that I am your eternal servant. Your appearance in this world is to give protection to your eternal servants and to destroy the demons who maintain great military strength just to burden the very existence of the earth. As I am your eternal servant, kindly excuse me. My dear Lord, you are the supreme personality of Godhead. I offer my respectful obeisances unto you, because you are the supreme person and the supreme soul. You are the son of Vasudev, and you are the supreme Lord, Krishna, the master of all pure devotees. Please accept my prostrated obeisances. You are the personification of supreme knowledge. You can appear anywhere according to your desire and any one of your eternal forms. You are the root of all creation and the supreme soul of all living entities. Due to my gross ignorance, I created great disturbance in Vrindavan by sending torrents of rain and heavy hailstorms. I acted out of severe anger caused by your stopping the sacrifice which was to be held to satisfy me. But, my dear Lord, you are so kind to me that you have bestowed your mercy upon me by destroying all my false pride. I therefore take shelter of your lotus feet. My dear Lord, you are not only the supreme controller, but also the spiritual master of all living entities. Thus praised by Indra, Lord Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead, smiling beautifully, said, My dear Indra, I have stopped your sacrifice just to show my causeless mercy and to revive your memory that I am your eternal master. I am not only your master, but I am the master of all the other demigods as well. You should always remember that your material opulences are due to my mercy. Everyone should always remember that I am the Supreme Lord. I can show anyone my favor, and I can chastise anyone, because no one is superior to me. If I find someone overpowered by false pride, in order to show him my causeless mercy, I withdraw all his opulences. It is noteworthy that Krishna sometimes removes all opulences in order to facilitate a rich man's becoming a surrendered soul unto him. This is a special favor of the Lord's. Sometimes it is seen that a person is very opulent materially, 
but due to his devotional service to the Lord, he may be reduced to poverty. One should not think, however, that because he worshipped the Supreme Lord, he became poverty-stricken. The real purport is that when a person is a pure devotee, but at the same time, by miscalculation, he wants to lord it over material nature, the Lord shows his special mercy by taking away all the material opulences, until at last he surrenders unto the Supreme Lord. After instructing Indra, Lord Krishna asked him to return to his kingdom in the heavenly planet and to remember always that he is never the Supreme, but is always subordinate to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He also advised him to remain as the King of Heaven, but to be careful of false pride.